Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe. Good afternoon once again, and uh, we invite you to join in conversation. We have a WhatsApp voice note a number on 0614-104-107. You can also join us via Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. We welcome your SMSs at 40938. In case uh, perhaps you're hearing the background um, noise, uh, we are broadcasting live from uh, Makanda National um, Arts Festival and uh, can still say Grahamstown, uh, the 30-day period, has not lapsed. And joining us right now is Professor Jeff uh, Perez, uh, who is a historian. Good afternoon and welcome, Professor. Uh, good afternoon, Christelle. Thank you so everybody. much. Thank you for taking our call. Uh, for a person perhaps who's listening to this conversation and wondering uh, what the ideological premise of, of the name change uh, would be, what would be your response? I think that the name change has to be seen in the context of the wars of dispossession that were fought here in the Eastern Cape, uh, of which lasted exactly for, for 100 years, mm. from 1779 to 1878, exactly 100 years. And uh, we count nine of these wars. And the fourth war was the war in which Colonel Graham drove the Kosa people out of this area, and the fifth war was the war in which Makanda tried unsuccessfully in the Battle of Grahamstown, as it then became known, uh, to drive them out. So um, the uh, event for which the, the town was named, the town was established before it was named Grahamstown. And then after the town was established, the governor honored Colonel Graham precisely because he drove the people out. So that is the historical event, which uh, uh, the, the unjust event, uh, yeah. as Asanda has said. So the, the context of this is the Fourth and the Fifth Frontier Wars, uh, mm-hmm. which happened right here on this very spot where, where you are sitting today. So, so in, in justifying the change, uh, the name change to Makanda, how do we uh, ensure that uh, the process is all-inclusive? Um, because when you have conversations with local um, um, communities, um, people on the ground, uh, they would tell you that um, from where they stand, Makanda was a loser. And, and how would you, um, you know, characterize um, his leadership style? Oh, I don't think we can say that he was a loser, not at all, um, because, uh, you know, the, 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 the fame of Makanda has never been forgotten. His name has never been forgotten. Although at the time, most of the old residents used to call him by his other Kosa name, which was Nene, yes. which means a, a person who is left-handed. So the, the Dutch actually called him Lynx. And then the English, who didn't hear that correctly, called him Lynx, like in the Wildcat. Uh, but the, the name itself was preserved on the hill. Um, in fact, if you're at the, the monument, you should be able to see just over the hollow yeah. where Grahamstown is, the tall hill with trees. That used to be called uh, Makana's Cup because it's behind that hill that uh, Makanda uh, gathered his army Mm. to attack Fort England, which is today a, a mental hospital. And, of course, the army of 20,000 warriors was stopped uh, 
at a trench which demarcated the old white grandstand from the old black grandstand, yeah. and which is called here Egazini, because it is said, although we don't necessarily have to believe it, that so much blood was spilt on that day that it created the furrow between the, between the two communities. Mm. So uh, uh, as far as the process is concerned, uh, I'm not involved with that. What I can talk about is the, the events which led to the name change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I noticed that the, the group that wants to keep the old name, they, they speak to the process, they, they, they don't speak to the historical events. You see, Griselda, what happened is that uh, during the Dutch time, when you fought the First, Second and Third Frontier Wars, mm. the Kossas were victorious because the Dutch were uh, not full-time professional soldiers. Mm. It was only when the British came in uh, permanently in 1806 that they had a professional full-time army. And I don't think that Colonel Graham was uh, in himself necessarily a bad person. Mm. He was a soldier. He carried out the instructions. He got the instructions from the governor, Craddock, that's another name that perhaps needs to be looked at, who said, uh, get these people up. That's why everybody was killed. You see, when the, the Dutch and the Kosa were fighting, mm. it was just about cattle, really. Yeah. It was not about exterminating people or expelling them from, uh, from, from, from their, 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 their birthplaces. So that is why the, the Fourth War, it's a sort of a landmark, because that is a, a, an ethnic cleansing. Yeah. And then in the Fifth War, uh, Makanda tried to redress the situation, but during the balance of power in those days, uh, which you will well understand, your listeners will also understand, uh, that was just simply impossible. So from a historic that, context, uh, does it help um, to wipe out uh, the entire history that is associated um, to Colonel uh, Graham? I'd like you to respond to that when you return from the news headlines with Uzile Sako. Uh, good afternoon uh, once again. Thank you so much uh, for not touching that dial. This is Lifetime Live with me, Crisalda Dudumaje, and uh, we're broadcasting live from, um, I, I can still say Grahamstown until the 30-day um, grace period uh, is done, and or I can say Makanda uh, National Arts Festival. And joining us on the line right now as we talk about the historical uh, context of uh, the name change is Professor Jeff uh, Perez, uh, who is a, a historian and a teacher now prof i mean wiping the entire um history uh, about graham is that going to justify uh, perhaps correcting the wrongs of our past Grisella, i would really hope that nobody is going to do that uh, the name of graham is entrenched in the history of the town mm. uh, I, I would be opposed for example there's a graham street here i would be opposed for example to removing that there's also, um, in the high street, there's a certain pillar, which is the exact spot on which Colonel Graham, uh, from which Colonel Graham took the markings of the town that was eventually called after him. Mm-hmm. So I like that w- what was done in China, for example, when they renamed the streets, where the bus stations, uh, the, the history of the name should be, should be memorialized. Mm. Uh, in any case, I also feel, you know, this is my own contribution, 
uh, that, uh, you know, the people will vote not with their feet, but with what they continue to call the town. Uh, a, a very it. interesting example is the town of Butterworth, yeah. which was named after a missionary. But in, in Kosovo, it's always been called Gua. And mm. when in 1976, with the homeland system was brought in, the name was officially changed from Butterworth to Gua. But if you speak English, everybody still says Butterworth. Mm. Kosovo people say Butterworth in English. If you speak Kosovo, they say Gua. So whether the name change will actually take is actually going to depend on this on this community. It's going to depend not only on whether the English-speaking community continue with the name Grahamstown. It's also going to depend on whether the Kosovo-speaking community will continue with the name of Khini, mm. because Khini is just a Kosovoization or a Barsovoization of, of Kram, you know? Ah, uh, uh, so that's you know, where when, it comes when, from. When, when this when this consultation started 20 years ago, as you say, everybody knew that the Kosa name of Grahamstown is Khini. So that everybody went around investigating, investigating who was this Khini. Mm. And then it turned out there was no such person. If there was a person, it should have been called Kwa Khini, the home uh -huh. of Khini. Uh, just like Kumani. Uh, uh, it was originally Kwa Kumani because a person named Kumani live there. So I think that the name change is a challenge to the, to the whole community, black and white, because I'm English. Uh, if the Kosovo-speaking uh, people continue to call it Fini, in a way, it's also a mistake. It, yeah. They're just continuing the name. But on your, on your question, I certainly would not want Colonel Graham to disappear from history. He's also a part of history. Indeed. Uh, and I think it, it, he needs perhaps and perhaps the minister could consider this, and not to look at him as, as an exceptionally cruel or bad person, but as the a perpetrator of a, of, 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 of a vicious policy. Uh, that, that would be my suggestion. But certainly, if the name change can, can kick off a greater consciousness on all sides of our history and where we came from, then perhaps it can be a good thing. But if people don't employ the new name, it's, it's going to be a, um, a dead letter. Mm. Thank yeah. you, Professor. Thank you very much for taking our call. We certainly are better enlightened. And that's uh, Professor Jeff Perez, uh, who is a historian, as we're talking to the name change from Grahamstown to Makanda. Um, this, uh, the government um, department of arts and culture uh, published in the Gazette, uh, government Gazette, on Friday, the 29th of uh, June, 2018, um, that uh, there will be a name change from Grahamstown uh, to Makanda. And the minister is considering this and there is a 30-day grace. Um, perhaps instead of uh, complaining on social media, can be part of um, a, a conversation uh, that leads us forward and uh, that uh, these processes are done in context. And a short break now, we are going to experience uh, words of wisdom, our wow moment with uh, Hector, the motivator, a motivational speaker, MC de la Creme, and uh, he is going to talk about preparation. Prepare for change. change.